This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Free. Jordana, great to be here with you on a very special Sunday bonus episode. I know. I'm very excited to see where this segment goes. Um, but for this week, we just have like an extra little email, which I thought was a really fun one. Let's do it. I, I think for anyone listening right now, I'm a person who listens to a lot of podcasts. I love a Sunday podcast. I like that we're putting these out kind of, you know, you might be sitting by the beach or the pool or on a road trip back from which you came. And it's nice to make us a part of your Sunday. I hope this, uh, this, this finds you well. You might be missing us a little bit. So here we are. <laughs> let's, uh, let's hit the email. Let's do it. All right. I'll read it. Hi, Jared and Jordana. Thanks for always keeping me laughing. Each week, I've told all my friends about you up and want and went to your live show when you came to my city. I have a question I'm hoping you can answer. My boyfriend and I have been dating for more than a year and a half. Our relationship is really strong. We'll be moving in together in a few months and have seriously talked about marriage. However, I constantly compare myself to his, his ex-girlfriend and nag him with questions about her, which he, which has been the cause of many of our fights. They dated for four years and lived together. She broke up with him, which he took pretty hard. I can't help thinking that he would prefer to be dating her and would go back to her if she wanted to, um, even though I have no indication that that's the case. I just feel like no matter how serious our relationship is getting and how happy we are, his relationship with his ex-girlfriend must have been more serious because they dated for so much longer and he was so hurt about the breakup. They also went to college together so all of his friends who I'm now friends with were close with her. And I always feel like they probably liked her more and were closer to her since they were all in the same group. How can I stop constantly comparing myself to her and nagging my boyfriend about this? It's turning me into an insecure girlfriend, which I hate. Sincerely, green with envy. Um, This is a tough one. Don't yeah. you think? I agree. I think it is tough because it's like hard to tell someone how to feel or to change their feelings about someone. Yeah. And I can't just send her to the confidence store to pick up a package of confidence. Like I can't <laughs> like, like that's kind of where this lies. And I, again, you and I are not professionals. I read an email like this and like, and I don't mean to like come down hard on the emailer, but like, and, but she's very aware um, that mm. it feels like she's nagging and she's, she seems aware. I'm not saying she's unaware, but these right. are like, these are she like spiraled a bit, a little bit, but also maybe she's realizing that she has deeper things going on that she needs to speak to a professional. Like, and I don't mean to go too serious too soon. This is our first Sunday bonus episode. <laughs> and I wanted to, I wanted to throw a party here, but right. I, 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 I do have, uh, you know, how can I constantly stop comparing myself to her nagging my boyfriend about this? It's turning me into an insecure girlfriend. I would say you're already the insecure boy girlfriend. You right. Know, you're, you're there. You're on insecure Island and we've all been there. We've all, we've all had a stay on insecure Island. We've all felt inadequate. We've all felt badly. We've all looked at 
the exes of our significant others and done a uh, comparison a little a little bit and it's not yeah. healthy it's dangerous and we've all done a little bit of what you're doing and it seems like you know the thing that she's kind of concentrated on the one thing i mean i can take things and take them off the table real quick they dated longer than you well you've had they had more time together like that's to me like i'm, I'm not gonna tell her how to feel but that's one she can take off the list they dated longer than you because those were the years they were together. Like right. at some point you guys will get married. It sounds like, or you're heading towards that. And at some point time will be on your side. So I don't think you'll get to like, like, like I don't think they'll get, she said they dated for four years. I don't think she's going to get to a four years in a day and go, well, we beat that one. Like, and if you are again, this is an unhealthy thing, right? Right. I think the tough, the toughest part um, about this for her is like kind of feeling like, there's stuff about their relationship that she doesn't know. So it makes her like assume the wor- the the worst, aka the best, right? Cuz it mm. sounds like he doesn't really like to talk about it. Really? I you got that from the email? Um I mean she asks a lot of questions, but I I mean I thought well, the yeah, biggest maybe maybe he I mean like what kind of questions is she asking? Like well, is she asking about I... like why they broke up? Is she asking about like what their relationship was like or is she asking like sure where did she go to school and like what did you know what was what was her like i don't even know what a dumb question you get like you know like what did her how were her what were her parents like or like random questions that don't help or questions that like actually let you figure out the nature of their relationship like what did you like about dating her what didn't you like about dating her like i can see how like those questions might be coming off as naggy, but I actually also think they're like kind of important things to know because I think that'll yeah. tell you about like where they place the relationship. And I think maybe like, for me, it's to me, it sounds like she doesn't want to like, she feels bad about asking him these questions because maybe he's just not that open about talking about it. And if he was really hurt by it, I yeah. can see why he'd be like a little bit more like, I don't really want to get into it. So I think well, part of her is like, he's not over it in the mm-hmm. full sense and in her mind, because she doesn't know the answers to these things, she's thinking, she's going off and thinking whatever comes to her mind or worst case scenario of like, he's still kind of hung up on her. He'd still like, if she came back to him tomorrow, he would be like ready to go. And like, there's always this person that he'd rather be with and he'd rather be with me. And I think that part, part of that is confidence, but I also think part of that is just coming from like her not understanding what their relationship was or why it didn't work. Well, that's, I think that's, the major thing I think she needs to get rid of all everything you mentioned to me is attached to two things. And she wrote it in the email twice. She wrote, they dated for four years, lived together. She broke up with him, which he took pretty hard. She wrote that twice. She broke up with him and which he took pretty hard. Then she repeats. He was so hurt about the breakup. So I think the idea that, she ended this is like the mate like mm-hmm. as if this was like a sliding door situation like if if she didn't end it they'd still be together and life would be beautiful he would have gone along with it right so what about the ending did he take pretty hard like does he sit here thinking of the last relation what could have been like and i think a lot of that is putting her sensibilities into his brain like 
she's kind of relating to this in a way that like I'm not I'm not saying he doesn't feel this way but it feels like she's assumed that he would deal with a break deal with a dumping that in the same way she would so if she was dumped and she took it pretty hard then she would still want to be with that guy right but and, and you know whereas if he's dumped and he took it pretty hard but now he's like fine he might have dealt yeah. with it already. Like I, I think like. Well, that's it. That's a good way to think to think about it. That the way that she's thinking about how she would react in the situation is not necessarily how he would. Um, but I think again, like to me, this is just more indicative. Her insecurity comes from not having had like a real conversation about it with him, or about like necessarily not necessarily about the real things sure. that are important. And I think like I mean, uh, Mike had a very long term girlfriend before me, mm-hmm. and like he also does, doesn't like love to talk about it, but like important things for me to find out in order to like just sort of like figure out um you know like where i stood like not necessarily just in my relationship but like in his life or like what the trajectory of like where how like our relationship was different um what was his old relationship like what did he like about that relationship what didn't he like about that relationship how is he like sort of how does he sort of come to terms with like um with well what, that what, what role that played? What you just said might be very helpful to her. Like she's asking about this woman, and maybe she her questions need to be about the relationship. Like when you say, right. "What did you like about the relationship?" That's an easier question to answer that that isn't what I liked about her. And right. and and what did you not like about the relationship? That's also an easier answer because it's not related. It's related to the connection. Again, when we we say it all the time in this podcast, it's not you, it's the match. Right. The match isn't right. So maybe her questions that might make her feel better and help him to open up are to readjust them to be about the match and not about him having to hammer another woman. Right. You know, like I, I has he ever given, has Mike ever given an answer that like made you feel better? Like, was there like, yeah, I think definitely. I think it's not even about making me feel better or worse. It's more about like understanding the role that that person played, mm-hmm. and then like kind of figuring out like what he liked about this, what was different about this that felt like that both like made me feel like not just like another person that he was dating, but like some sort of like thing that had come as a natural like thing that came after the last thing. If that makes sense, like this relationship was like this and now like because of that i was looking for a person like this i i i changed my and and that could be something that weighs heavily on the emailer because we don't know how they met did they get together right after they broke up is she a little bit scared that he's just going along because right. she showed up and she doesn't feel special does he make her feel special does he try to pursue her even though they're together like right these does are it all seem things like does it do his actions seem intentional yeah they and these are all things that are tough to like get into for her i'm sure because they kind of rattle the cage of the relationship they start to make you wonder am i that into him you know right. like in do i feel special oh i don't feel special maybe i should end it
There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the Lash Serum and the Brow Serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow, so I love what Vegamore is doing, and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster-growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best-looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. A lot of this conversation starts in the superficial, he used to date her, 
now he dates me. That's superficial. The right. the that or like is she pretty? A, is she, right? Is she prettier than me? Is she totally. um? You know, is she smarter than me? Does she want more accomplished? Whatever. All that Whatever. stuff is not. That's not the problem. Important. Yeah. It, 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 the real problem becomes why are you in the mind space of comparing yourself to her? Are you there because you have confidence issues, which you should speak to a professional about, which isn't, you know, which this is, all of us have confidence issues in different amounts. Um, And then all of us have confidence issues that I'm sure would be helped by speaking to a professional. So that's not to say that that's a negative thing. I'm just saying you have to suss out. Am I thinking this because I'm kind of being, I'm not happy in this relationship, so I'm I'm wondering why he's not giving me attention that he obviously had given to a last girlfriend. You know what right. I mean? And like, it, is my dissatisfaction in this relationship showing in comparisons to this other girlfriend, or is yeah. it my dissatisfaction with say, is it my dissatisfaction with myself that's bringing it? It's one or the other, or a combination of the two. I think that's really important and the sense of like, do I really understand this person and who they are? Like, because I think that that, knowing about people's, I think people don't even put enough enough emphasis on like knowing about past meaningful relationships from other people will tell you like a lot about them and someone's the way that someone talks about them and the way that um, they talk about themselves and like how, like how that, because no one can do four years of anything and not have a a real opinion about like, you know what I mean? Like it's of not like the, they, the, she dated the, for three months and he's like, mm-hmm. it was fine, whatever. Like, if you're dating someone for four months and you're really upset that they break up with you, like, there is that person had like a, a strong impact on your life. Sure. So, I think more about that is like, do you really have you really gotten to know this guy? Have you dating a year and a half? But like, have you had like serious intimate conversations about like, yeah, you know, like what they're looking for in the future and how the past has shaped them into who they are. And are you afraid of those conversations? Like, are you afraid of being like, just give me the whole story? Like, because the whole story might make you think, you know, turn you off. And that's scary. Like, no one, you know, the truth is scary. The, you know, getting the whole story. Sometimes you avoid the whole story. You know, like, right. ah, I don't want to hear it. It's easier to not touch it a lot of the time. But I think Absolutely. that that brings you closer to someone if you really, like, do understand it. And it'll also just make you understand that it's not about, like, rather be with you than them. I think it's about, it's, like, so much more complicated than that. It, and, and, again, it's more complicated than just this last relationship. Like, you know, this last relationship, uh, I mean, if her fear is that, this other woman is going to rethink dumping her boyfriend and come show up on the doorstep and take him away. Like there's nothing we can do to like stop you from having that fear in the same way you can't tell someone to stop fearing an asteroid hitting the earth, you know, like, yeah. I mean, anything could happen. They can go out to a bar and meet someone tomorrow that they would rather be with than you. That's totally like the life. And if that's your fear, then you, you know, then that's a totally different conversation. But that's kind of like the irrational fear. The, the, the real fear is, am I t- afraid of hearing the truth that like might turn me off to this person or might find out that he doesn't love me in the way that I thought he loved me or that I assumed he loved me or that I don't love him in the way I assumed I loved him? Like it can, it can all 
be unearthed and you know when the you know the 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 old cliche of like communication is everything like that's never going to change but it's are you afraid of the communication you know right. are you putting it off you know so are you right? Are, or are you worried about hearing things that you don't want to hear? Or does he not feel comfortable telling you because maybe because you're so heightened about this? Maybe he doesn't feel like he can really be like open with you about the good, the bad and the good. I mean, sure. it's like tough to be able to speak positively about an ex to anyone just because like, yeah, you especially know what the per I, if he, person if he, you're dating. If he can't say to you, you know, I really like this about her and I didn't like this uh, or I didn't like I, I don't mean to say her. I. I didn't like this about the relationship, but I love this about the relationship. And and if you can't hear both of those, then you got to start looking in the mirror of, of of wondering how much you're looking to communicate with your partner. And right. versus hearing some fairy tale version of like, and before you like, like everyone else was trash. Like that's yeah. like not <laughs> that's not real. That doesn't that that doesn't like. That's just that's erasing four years of someone's life that they had something meaningful with someone doesn't which doesn't take away from what you have. But if someone's like if they can only if they only feel comfortable talking to you about negative things, they're not telling you the full story. Absolutely. And they are the person you want to be with because they had those four years, not in spite of those four years. They became a different person over four years because of the relationships they had. And, you know, that's why you like them. So appreciate the old relationships, appreciate those ones, because that's what makes you change and become the person that you're sleeping next to every night. I would also encourage her to make friends with him outside of this group. Yeah. Like I, so I, that they I think, don't, she's not like living in his house of friends. So, so yeah. to say, you know, when the girls are like, I don't want to live in your apartment. Sure. Versus. Yeah. This is cause like, you know, the friends, I'm not saying, like the fact that you think that they like her more than you, like, again, that sounds like a confidence issue to me that a professional needs to speak with, but it can feel like you're getting into the bed that someone else made. I, I can understand that. Right. But also remember that no one cares that much. Like none of those friends are like nobody. thinking about like, Oh, you know, we really just wish you were dating whatever ex that he was dating two years ago. Like no one thinks about that. No one, people are not, they don't care. They're not, and if you're not if you're nice to them, they'll be very happy yeah. you're there. They're not leaving the barbecue going, well, that's one point for Rachel. Uh, and marking their, you know, their their competition chart between you and the ex. They're not doing that. Right. Exactly. Well, Jordana, I think this was a very successful bonus episode. I think we did it. Uh, once again, solving once the again world's, the world's dating issues. Uh, for those of you listening right now, um, keep sending in emails. I These could be longer emails. This could be us dissecting a dating show or a rom-com. Deal reveal. Deal reveals. And put it in the email title. I would love this to be a bonus episode. Like uh, bonus episode idea. Title the email that. And we'll take any and all thoughts. This is a town hall meeting of ideas. That's it. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed and Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.